What's up, Benchwarmers? This is going to be a fun, special episode. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to name it yet. We haven't come up with a name, but Nico and I, for the end of the year, wanted to get together and kind of talk to you guys about how we met our friendship and our, our relationship as it's grown because we've known each other for a very, very long time. Um, and we have started this podcast this year. It's been going well. Um, but we wanted to give you guys a little bit of look behind the curtain with everybody who's been following along so far. So this is a, a special episode. We talk about how we met, uh, all of our memories, our best memories, and, and kind of like what we use sports to, uh, to, to do and accomplish with everything going on with the show so far. So without further ado, follow us on social media at FEOTB pod, subscribe, wherever you're listening to it, you can catch us on the network Wednesdays live from one to 3 PM Eastern. Uh, there's a ton of stuff that you can catch us on NFL unhinged on the weekends, but you know what? Let's just, let's go ahead and get into this episode because it's the new year. Let's bring in the new year, right? Yeah. 2020 sucked, Jimmy. We got to attack 2021 like Jake Paul attacked Nate Robinson. Uh, too, too soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. What's up, bench warmers? Welcome into this is a very special episode of the Far End of the Bench. It's not going to be normal, as you can tell. We're not even at here during our normal time because the sun is still out. But we got a good kind of since it's the new year, since we're winding down whatever you want to call 2020, whether you thought it was a great year or possibly didn't live up to expectations. I know I was looking to looking forward to it after how 2019 ended, but 2020 has been something else. Uh, we're going to take a look back and, and give you guys a look into how Nico and I first met, how we started a podcast, uh, where our friendship came from, because I think that's interesting for the following that we are gaining now. I think that'd be an interesting episode. And uh, like we said on on a couple, it was a couple weeks ago now on the episode that came out, but we didn't want to have to be recording all the time, and this was a an easy enough topic to talk about since there's not going to be too many sports in between the episodes that we're recording. Yeah, I mean, it's this is episode, you guys are hearing this either day or two before New Year's, um, so hopefully 2021 brings a lot of great things, but if you, if you guys know one thing also, I'm not wearing a jersey, so i got to wrap the brand, so yeah. like, I told you I'll bring a different jersey, but I'm wearing the Pods jersey, quote-unquote, so I thought I'd do that to add a little incentive there, but yeah, recording during the day is a lot of fun. <laughs> it's unfortunate that we both have stuff going on, and Sometimes our schedules don't work out and we have to record at night, but hopefully this high-quality high uh, video is a little bit better for the eye. Yeah, no, we're either going to be the most good-looking people on the network after this episode or people are going to realize the flaws that we have. I don't know either way. My mom still says that I'm cute. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, but let's let's go ahead and start talking about let's Let's give people a glimpse into how this came about because it was – we had talked about doing a podcast before we both went to school. Mm-hmm. It, it was back in high school because you were going for like business and sports management mm-hmm. um, for your degree, and I was going to go for broadcasting, obviously, because I wanted to do that. Um, but then this year, it started my graduation party. It was when you kind of came up to me and, and said that you would want to be a regular um, host, co-host on the podcast. You had been on my old show a couple times already. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about how this came, well, this well, came about. Yeah, so your old show, Center Attention, that's where the Center Attention name comes from, is Jimmy's old show. And I told him, was like, we might as well keep it around because it's a great segment to start the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, we always shine a light on either one of us during each week. Sometimes we go back to back because sometimes we have stuff we have to get off our minds. So whatever it may be, but we usually alternate, so that's been a lot of fun. But yeah. You, I remember you putting out a message, I think it was social media or something, looking for a co-host, and I was like, well, I'm in the job search right now, so I'm, I'm, it's a tough or, or it's a tough field to be in right now with everything that's been going on. Sports is a tough industry to get into as it is, but considering it's very rare, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of jobs available right now, so I was like, why, why not um, see if Jimmy wants a co-host, and see, why not try to do something a little, little more fun with extra time I have, because um, I'm still job searching. But now I have stuff that keeps me busy while I'm yeah. still job searching, so I'm not just sitting on my ass no. watching TV and playing video games. So now I actually get st- have stuff to look forward to um, while I'm still job searching. Yeah, so. I mean, that's kind of why I started it because it's around when we're, re- we're recording this on the 7th of December. So you're listening to this well after we're recording this, but it was around this time last year where I was sitting in my dorm and I was like, I'm not going to have a radio job at the school forever. It was a student position that I was in, so the, there was there was that, and um, I didn't think this was how the sports climate would be, but I knew broadcasting anyways is going to be difficult to get into. I had one possible opportunity up in Montana, but other than that, I was like not hearing anything about uh, possible broadcasting jobs. So I was like, well, I got a computer, I got a MacBook, and I was like, I can possibly start doing this on my own now, and I might as well see what I can do that way, and that's how Center of Attention started, so... Um, it's all it's based out of boredom, but it's also just like not wanting to sit around all the time. And and this is something that uh, I spend a good amount of time. I like editing the stuff and making it look good and sound good for everybody. I know you enjoy making the graphics, and uh, we're we're showing a little bit different side of us because I don't yeah. I didn't see you all that much in college, but you're obviously you know you're a big sports fan. I know that you probably had millions of sports debates in your room with your college buddies mm-hmm. and and everything like that. You're friends with Jeremy, so trust me, I know that you're yeah. debating sports Constantly, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and I do the same thing. It's it's weird. It's almost like I have football player tattooed on my forehead because uh, everywhere I go, somebody's like, oh, you play football? You watch the game? Anything like that. So this is just... This is a good way to like mesh everything, put it all together, and it's something that we can control. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, like you said, like I, it's there's not a day that goes by that one of the first things that I talk about is sports. I know it's it's kind of terrible to say because I wish I had more of a social life, but um, that's just the reality of it. I mean, sports is, is my life. It has been since I was a kid. Um, <laughs> growing up, I had a basketball in my hand from as long as I can remember. Could um, you dribble before you could walk? I, could, oh, I don't know if I could jump before I walk, but I definitely could shoot the rock before I could walk. So, yeah. on the little hoop when I was a baby. But either way, man, basketball has been in my life like for so long, so long. Like it's it's one of those things that it's it's so beautiful because sports brings people together that you would have never guessed. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if you're a fan of a team and you're you go to a game or whatever it may be, and you see a person sitting next to you, you may have nothing in common with that person. But the one thing you do have is your love for a team. Yeah. And that's the same way when you play it as well. You and me, we probably, I mean, we, like, we're, we're very, two very, very different people, 100%. Yeah, and we, we don't have a similar background or story as to how we got to 
that team when we first met. So I, uh, yeah, can go. Yeah, we're we're two completely different people, and but I mean, we we become best of friends through mm-hmm. it all because I was tied to your left hip. And the amount of times we've given each other CTE over the years is just ridiculous. Yeah. So if I ever screw anything up on the social media, know that it's partially <laughs> on Nico as well, just because we hit each other so often. But yeah, um, that's when I was doing the center of attention. It's difficult doing a podcast without a co-host or somebody else to bounce things off of. When uh, I, I'm, I'm not that great a speaker, anyways. I don't think I, I've gotten better. Oh, I'm, I'm a terrible speaker. I hate listening to my voice still, man. That I was, hate listening to my voice. You have a radio voice, at least. I still sound like I'm t- 12 feet underwater. Half it, the time. You, you'll get there. You get you get to a point where you find kind of where where your soft spot is, and it's a good. You find wherever it doesn't tire your voice as, as often. Yeah. I, doing back to back broadcasting, two back to back. Uh, basketball weekends is is difficult with four games, men and women's on each day. So that's where I picked that up. But like I said it when I was doing the Center of Attention podcast, I wanted sports back because of the bringing people together. That's when we go to Bronco games. I'm not even a Bronco fan yet. I, when they score, I'm high fiving everybody who sits around our season tickets, and you get to know, especially in that situation, get to know the people because a lot of the guys have the same seats every year. So. Uh, I know plenty of people that I probably never would have came in contact with. We had plenty of teammates that we probably never would have even talked to if if we hadn't been teammates. And um, I think it's one of the better things and one of the things that I'm most grateful about with the sports that I've played. Didn't necessarily go the way I wanted. I don't know about you, but I was I was professional athlete or bust for a while until I realized that as much as I grew in fifth grade was as much as I was going to grow the rest of my life. But uh, you said you started with basketball. That was your first love. But what was the first sport that you played, I guess? What was the first I, time that you were, were playing an organized sport? So the first couple of sports that I mean I played as a kid were, was basketball, obviously. Basketball is the number one. Uh, number two was soccer. My my mom's my mom my mom's side of the family is very, very German. Yeah. So we love our soccer. So I, I, I miss Sonia. I, yeah, so I love my Germany German soccer. Yeah. That that came from watching a World Cup as I was a kid because my mom's German, my dad's Italian, and you could just imagine how that went during the World Cup when Germany and Italy were playing. Yeah. So that was just a little fun thing, but soccer was a big thing. Obviously, I don't play soccer anymore. Um, I was more of a defender, and, and my body type obviously doesn't fit the soccer type, so that didn't last very long. But um, soccer, basketball were the main two growing up. I played tennis like forever. I've played tennis for so many years. Um, it's always just been a hobby. It's never been like something that's super competitive. It's always just been something I've been okay at, and I've played it for so long that it doesn't really go away. Um, and then I, the football came along in fourth grade. Um, for like I never played five football before. I just remember telling my dad, I was like, "Well, I want to play football. I want to try it." Because I remember watching the Broncos and being a Bronco fan and being like, well, why don't I try to play the sport? Mm-hmm. And at the time, like, I hit my, I hit my growth spurt a lot earlier than a lot of people. So, you and I both. So I, I hit my growth spurt in, like, sixth, seventh grade, and that's and that's how I became a left guard. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I started to lose a little more weight, and I became <laughs> I moved back to the fullback position, make fullbacks great again. Yeah. So that's how all that started. And the other sport that I, I've, I've played forever, too, I played – about a little bit longer, maybe a year or two longer, was lacrosse too. Um, I played lacrosse a year in college as well at, at Grand Canyon, and then I played a year at football um, my freshman year August, at Augustana. But those are the main sports. Soccer was a big thing growing up. One thing, one sport I wish I would have loved to play is hockey. Yeah, I, I, I would absolutely love to play hockey. I say that too a lot. 
I, I have the story with my mom that that's that I always give her crap about. Every time I ever watch a hockey game is um, when I was in, I think it was second grade or third grade, I, I told my mom I want to play hockey because I loved rollerblading. I like rollerbladed hockey. I oh, can, so you could skate. Right? I, I, so I could, I could decently skate. Okay. So I could decently skate. So I, it's not like I'm a... I'm a Idiot on the skates. I don't look like a duck. You're not gonna look like me. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Look, so I can skate decently. And I remember my mom um, telling me this that she went to the first meeting of Pee Wee Hockey, and the ice rink time was 4 a.m. And my mom was like, "Fuck that. <laughs> We're not waking up at 3 a.m. for you to go play hockey. You're just gonna co- continue to play basketball." Is she? She, did, so, she saved me. She saved she you. She saved me and, by the, and the family. Away. Yeah. The fam- she saved the, she saved the family too because I know our football stuff stunk, but. I've heard stories about hockey so, gear. Yeah. It's just, it's disgusting. Uh, but I would have loved to play hockey too. I just couldn't. I, I developed. I, I was barely able to walk as it was and running, and I was decently athletic on the ground. If you put me on skates, I look exactly like Bambi. I can barely. I can rollerblade, not rollerblade. I can roller skate in the inline skates. I can't even do the blades, but. Uh, that was my downfall. That was why I was never going to be destined to be in the NHL. Um, yeah, my, my family had a um, like a little hockey net in our driveway behind the basketball basketball hoop, and I would you, you literally used to skate around with a little tennis ball and shoot a, and shoot that at the net. Yeah. So if if I would have played any sport really good when I was a kid, it would have been rollerblade hockey. But I I mean ice hockey would have been so much fun to play because I feel like my body type too, like I'm big enough where like I could have been a halfway decent defender yeah. or something. I may not have been a good forward because I don't have the stick handles, but I'm big enough and physical enough. I feel like I could have done a little bit of damage. I, I, if I were to play hockey, I always say that I'd be the same. It's the same role that I would play when I was in basketball and I'd play on the playground. I was the guy who you didn't necessarily want to go in the paint to get. I was mm-hmm. my stat line's pretty consistent. Few rebounds, depending on how quickly I get my five fouls, that'll depend on how many rebounds I get. And I can get one one or two buckets a game, but it's very, very hard to come by. Um, but I would probably be the guy that you'd send out there to fight and take out the best player, make sure that their best player doesn't get back on the ice. Uh, I was I'll I'll say I've been more of a goon type player than than I'd care to admit. We were kinda yeah. like well, I we talked about this the first time you were on the Center of Attention podcast, but you and I had to be. We fought an entire sideline in Las Vegas. Oh my! We were gosh. getting gang stung. Don't get me started with that. That was a fun. Well, <laughs> so the backstory is we we we'll get into the start when we first started playing football together. But we were in. We were going to a national tournament in Vegas, the NYFC tournament. Uh, you get, Damn, I haven't heard that term yeah. name in I don't know how long. Shoot. You get uh, two games and then a championship if you go undefeated and, and if you score the most points. We're in the championship game playing some team that's I from... We, I, no, I think we lost the first game. Was that the year we lost the first no, game? No, that was the year before. We okay, lost okay. the... That was the year before in that tournament. But the, right. I think it was our seventh grade year and we're playing a team from Nevada in the championship. So they have basically their whole entire side of the stands filled. We have your dad, Nona... Yep. And our coaching staff, so yeah. like six guys, maybe a couple parents that decided to make the drive in and spend a few days in Vegas. Um, and, and we, let's just be honest, most of the times that we went to these tournaments in other states, we were the the brightest and whitest thing out there. Yeah. And this was no exception. Nico is playing defensive end. I was playing defensive tackle. We're on the same side of the field. We chased down a play that's on their sideline. Uh, they didn't like how hard Nico hit the kid, and they decided that it's time. It's a good time for a curb stomp. Yeah, and we're, we're going to have eleven guys go over there. I'm the closest one to them, so I go running in. 
uh, and for I somehow get us out. I don't know how I got us out. I honestly don't remember it all being a blur because when I was on that sideline, I remember just hitting the ground and then looking up and seeing six people kicking yeah. me. And I was <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I see you coming in. Then I see you you and Gabe both running yeah. in, pulling people Shout off of me. Gabe grabbed me off the ground, picked me up, and started walking me back. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And yeah. I turned around and everybody's just swinging. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, what in the world? I, I hit the dude. I didn't even know what happened. And I'm getting curb stomped for, for a hit. Yeah, you you were getting you were getting gang initiated. It was it was terrible. You you Courtsy and I forgot Courtsy was was in on yeah, that. Courtsy, he, Courtsy he pulled you out, that, yeah. and then I was in the front like, no, 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 no it was fine. Jim was the moderator. Courts is the one that grabbed my ass off the ground yeah. and pulled me away. We, we've had a few, there's a, been a few moments, and that was one of them where I was like, I, I never saw myself in this situation. I never thought that I'd have to stop a guy from getting curb stomped and gang, like gang violence in the middle of a... There we go. Yeah. You might have, might have missed a little bit, but I've... We were talking about a couple of our one of my favorite stories um, from our youth playing days. But then, so uh, you you started with basketball. Did you want to be in the NBA? Was that a goal when you first started playing? Or did you just want to play? <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't going to make the NBA. If I'm being honest, a little like this is not racially like stereotyping it, but I'm, I was a short little like white kid, blonde hair, unless you're Dirk Nowitzki and seven foot tall, I, there was no shot I was making the NBA. Or Chris Anderson? Yeah, Chris Anderson, yeah, so there was no shot I was making the NBA. I always wanted to be around the game because my dad's been around it for so long. Um, the game always just come natural to me. Um, I was never a top of the team. I was never the best player on the team. I was always the guy that set picks and could halfway decently shoot the sh- shoot shoot a shot. You were like an offensive lineman on the basketball. I was an offensive lineman, but I had a little more skill. No, I've yeah. I, 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 I gained a little bit more skill. I'm not, I'm, I just mean like you're always in the right place. Yeah. you're kind of doing the stuff that nobody gets credit. Yeah, for. I was I was the down and dirty. So that's I mean I didn't really play much my senior year, but I played a decent. Or I didn't play much my senior year, junior year, high school, but I played a lot my freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just mostly the enforcer, basically. I mean, I, I could sh- I could shoot the ball better now than I could in high school, but that's that's just that's just over time because I mean now I can just shoot shoot whenever and, and I can work on my jump shot. But yeah. uh, basketball is my first love by far. I always knew I was better at football, um, but basketball was always my first love. So football was a thing where I knew I was better at. Yeah, uh, I knew this would take me farther. Basketball, one of those things where I just love playing so much, and that I wish I was better at compared mm-hmm. to everyone else that I've played with, but I just wasn't. So yeah, that's uh, my background in sports. Um, I t- I've been told by my parents that I would fall asleep on my dad's chest while he was watching Sports Center. Mm-hmm. So I can't even remember the very first time that I watched a sports game. It was it was probably before I could walk. Uh, he taught me how to get in a stance and snap the ball before I could walk. Uh, football was basically that was that was it for me. I wanted to be in the NFL, um, and then I picked up baseball and wrestling a little bit. Never played soccer and wasn't allowed to play flag football. My dad said yeah, we're, I, I we're not play playing football either. unless you can play the real thing, and you're going to learn if you like to get hit or not. And we're going to figure out if you actually like the sport. Uh, yeah, I never played flag football either. Mm-hmm. My parents were well. My little so my little brother played flag football. And he was I, pretty good. He, he, was, he was pretty good at flag football and pretty good at he was a pretty good corner too. He almost. <clears throat> Um, was was raised up to the varsity team our senior year like your brother was. 
Um, but he got injured his last game of the year and popped his shoulder out. But yeah. that would have been a lot of fun if he was able to get on the field with me in my last few games. But it just didn't work out how it was. But you were lucky to have Dom there with you. No, uh, yeah, and I thought games. that was a fun time because it was like the couple generations. We, there's three generations basically of our youth football team. And it was us, Dom's team, and then Ed's team now. But that was like the first time that the two generations of the, of the Creek Red Nation could play together. That was pretty... It was fun for me because it was my brother, and I finally got to play with him. And I got to – Quartzy was giving him shit. That's he, – he always talks about that. At some point, we might have Dom on the podcast. But yeah, talk to him about his Jets stuff. And that, we'll, we'll have a full two-hour episode about the Jets. I don't know. I could possibly <laughs> – he's going to be here when we do the Bull episode. So if we want another person on there, uh, I don't know. We, we might be able to ask him. But um, that was fun for me. But now let's get in – so – you're on Creek Red Nation. You guys win the AFC Championship, and then all of a sudden, uh, the next year we play each other. Yes. When I was in Broomfield, we were, and it was a preseason tournament. Uh, did you remember me from that team, or did I kind of just show up? Because we basically played, we had a season in between, and then all of a sudden I showed up and I was on the team. Well, so so for, first of all, my first first three years we won the. Super Bowl, quote unquote, of the league. So like, I never like lost with the team. I basically was on a winning team constantly, and every single year that I played, must have been nice. Yeah, must have been nice. <laughs> every single year I won a Creek Nation, we won, we won a um, championship. So that was I got lucky. I got thrown right into a mix of it. But my my first year I didn't really play much. Um, the second year, I believe it was when you came in. The second year is when I started playing more. Um, my first year I was kind of just I was a backup center too at one point. Quartz was the center. Quartz was the center. Was the center yeah. and then I, I was his backup at one point because Quartz was the backup QB also. And he was the linebacker. He was <laughs> and the linebacker. linebacker. So he could do a little bit of everything. So yeah. whenever he went at QB, I went to center, which that didn't last very long because I was terrible at it. Um, it's a difficult position. It is a difficult position. But, yeah, that's how that all that worked out. I remember you specifically because I remember Coach Ken saying something about you. Um, I remember because I was, I mean, I was on the line still. I didn't play as much, but I remember hearing about 73 mm-hmm. and being like, okay, this guy's their best player. We have to make sure he's blocked on every single play. Okay. Um, there wasn't more. I, I, I knew of you briefly, but not like fully, I guess, if that makes sense. I Yeah, I didn't actually know that because I was playing both ways. <laughs> I was the biggest kid on the team. That's the thing. You yeah. talked about an early growth spurt, and then I came in, and it was you and I. That's how I first remember you. Uh, because my dad ended up being the line coach, so he was he was our position coach, and you were we were in practice together. But then uh, we were at Coach Ken's house, and my my dad and your dad were talking about who's taller. So we had to go back to back and see who was taller. We were basically the same size yeah. at that point. The big we were the giants of the team. That's, we, that's, that's that was. A, that's I crazy. wish I was still like that, man. Yeah, yeah, I wish too. I wish that I would have continued to grow like everybody thought. But um, and then the uh, the next time that I really like cemented. That you and I were were on the team and on the and like gonna be close was your dad. You had a tennis tournament when we had like a preseason scrimmage. Oh God, I hate this memory. It was. It, I hate. This you go memory. up to my dad. Well, you talk to Coach Ken, and Coach Ken says whatever he says. I don't know if he was too happy about you missing football for your tennis thing. Um, my, you go to my dad, tell him. And my dad likes to say that he just told you to go out and win. Just be yeah. that competitive. doesn't matter. Like, you'll be fine. It's a preseason scrimmage. Who cares? Um, and then your dad heard about what Coach Ken said, and he called my dad because he thought my dad was yeah. giving you crap about it too. Um, it was just Coach Ken. It wasn't, it wasn't your dad. Your dad was fully aboard all of it. And that was one of my least favorite memories of all that because I remember just – 
Oh, I remember everything about that. I don't think I did very well in the tournament either to add salt to the wound, but yeah, I remember that specifically, that whole thing. And, oh, I, I'm a firm believer that you should play as many sports as you can when mm-hmm. you're a kid. Um, tennis was was a hobby, like I said. It was never something I played super competitively, but it was something that I enjoyed at the time. And um, I believe if, if when, you, when you're at that age, like before high school, you should be playing as many sports as possible. You should yeah. be doing stuff... Because I believe that basketball may be a better football player, football may be a better lacrosse player, and lacrosse may be a better basketball player, and it's all circled. Mm-hmm. I believe everything all tied in together. And for some reason, I had a tennis tournament. My mom, my mom was pissed, and I had to play. And I, I think I was, I think I was teammates with Brock too. So that's also I think it was wise. Um, so it was it was a whole whole ordeal. It's 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 weird that we got close through that because it's one of my least favorite well, moments. It was but. it was another. My dad always kind of liked to use stuff that happened with the team to teach me lessons. Yeah. Um, and that was a if you're whatever you're doing, just go out and, and exactly. be competitive and try and win. Um, obviously, we would have liked to have you. You were the starting guard, I think, at that point. Yeah. Uh, so we would have liked to have you for the scrimmage, but it wasn't a huge deal for yeah, you to miss. Scrimmage too. Um, if, if you're if you have a chance as a kid, especially to um, play a different sport and and meet new people and do things that kids should be doing, then you should. Um, I don't hate myself for doing that. I hate everything that went on during that and why how it came to yeah. that. Um, but I don't hate myself for that happening. Well, I'll tell you my least favorite memory that involves the sports that I played growing up. My cousin was going to have a birthday party uh, on a day that we had practice, and it was at Pump It Up, which was like a bounce, like uh, Jump Street. Yeah, like Jump Street, yeah. Um, so I, and I really wanted to go because we never got to go to Pump It Up, but I couldn't miss practice, and I had to miss. It was the first time that I was like sacrifice something that's going to be fun for something that's not as fun. Practice is no fun for anybody. Nobody likes practice. I don't don't care what anybody says. It's important. Um, but it was like a discipline thing. So that's what I kind of credit the sports and stuff. And I think that's why we work with this together because we both have the mindset if we're going to do something, why not try and be best at it? Exactly, yeah. Why not try and, and do something that's just a little bit more than what people expect from it because it, it can be done. It takes a lot of work. Um, but like you said, we never we didn't lose much when we were in Creek yeah. Red Nation. We didn't lose much when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Like we've had a lot of stuff that we've been able to be pretty successful at and um, it all ties back into everything so the more opportunities that you get to learn stuff like that the better better I think we are for it in the long run yeah I know I, the one thing that I've been very very fortunate enough was all the teams I've been on excluding college because my freshman year football or our freshman year college football team was not very good um, but all the other teams besides that I've, I've won on um, mm-hmm. Football, we we won the state title, obviously, my junior year. And then basketball, um, we made it to the Elite Eight, which was the farthest a Creek basketball team has made it since, I think, in 10 years or something like that. And that was my senior year as well. I didn't play much, but I was still part of a winning team. And lacrosse, too, I won a state title in, in junior year, too. So yeah. everywhere I've been except college where freshman year obviously didn't go as well. I wasn't on a team. that w- I, w- I loved all the guys on the team, and the team was so much fun, but we did, we just didn't have the right culture right away because mm-hmm. some guys were on the old, from the old coaching staff and blah, 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 whatever it may be. But that was a lot of fun playing college football. I didn't obviously get to play as much as you got to, but it was a lot of fun being able to do that. And it was always a dream of mine to play college football yeah. uh, or play college sport at one point, and I got to do that. So um, whether it worked out or not, unfortunately it didn't. Um, but – it's, it's, I still got have 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 that on my resume that I at least got to play one year of college. Yeah, football. you still gave it a shot, and it's not 
it's difficult, and at that level, um, a lot of guys. If you talk to professional athletes, they tell the they tell people that if you're not going to go D one and have a legitimate shot at the NFL, just go to school and, and don't worry about playing sports because sports take up a ton of time. If they're, I don't know, I'm sure club sports take up a lot of time when you were playing lacrosse at GCU, but I know football, um, you're expected for workouts, practice. They say it's 20 hours a week. It's probably more like more. 35 it's a lot. to 40. It's, a lot more than that. it's basically a second <laughs> it's a job on top more. of studying. Um, so it, it, it's a good thing. I don't know. I feel like, and when I when you came back, and I think it was, I don't know if I was one of the first people to, that you told that you were kind of thinking about not playing anymore. But I, I, in my head, I was like, when I heard that you stopped, I didn't have any qualms about it because I know that you actually would have given it the best that you could have. You made it. You tried to make it work, and it just wasn't going to be, you know, it wasn't going to be worth it in the end. And I think as long as you give it a, a legitimate shot and you give it a chance and go as far as you can with something, there's nothing that you can really look back as, like, a bad thing about it. Yeah, I remember that year specifically when I came home. And I, I think it was either it was, it was was either spring break or it was Christmas break when I first told my parents. And I was like, I love football so much, but I don't know if I can do this for three more years. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know if um, my mental capacity could, could deal with it. I don't know. Um, if my body could deal with it, because I mean, I was playing fullback position, and that takes a lot of hits to the head. And I, I've, I've had concussions in, in my playing career, but I've never been diagnosed. But I guarantee you, I've had concussions. Same and thing, I, yeah. And I could start seeing some things which where I was like not present in class, or I was not whatever it may be. Um, start things start to turn, and then once I started realizing that, I was like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Um, I love football so much, and playing Augustana was so much fun um, with that great group of guys over there, but. It just didn't work out, and luckily it, it worked out the way it did because I had so much fun at GCU, and GCU was a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. And now you're now Brock's going to yeah, Brock, not, yeah, Brock's not at, is he at, he's not no, he's, he's not at GCU. He's doing the online thing, unfortunately, but um, that's it's it's unfortunate that he has to do that through all the COVID stuff, but yeah. that's just the way it goes. Yeah, I, it's um so let's back up a little bit. We play. I started on the team in sixth grade, and I play, we play all the way through eighth grade, and then I ended up going to a different high school originally. Mm-hmm. I went over to Heritage to play for Coach Greibel and wrestle for Coach Barron. Uh, you stay at Creek. We actually – did you play in the, in the lower level? I was – yeah, so at, at Creek originally there was – you could only play – freshmen were only allowed to play freshman football, so I – But there was a game where it was like the freshman uh, – I think it might have been the freshman B team went and played at Heritage. Uh, I remember that one year, and it was. I don't think I was. I think I don't know if you played. I don't think I played in that, but oh, it might have been the JV team. It was the JV team, yeah. So I don't. I remember something like that, but I don't. I don't think we ever played against each other. No, we we were still we were still friends, and we still saw each other and and kept up with everything. But we were, you were at Creek, I was at Heritage. We were in totally different places, and then works out that I end up transferring back to Creek, and we end up getting to play again together. Uh, unfortunately, I have to miss. The, I had to miss the junior season that we won state and wasn't able to dress or anything for those games. But then, senior year, we're back. You're a starting fullback. I was a starting center, and uh, we go on a pretty good run. I mean, that's it's one of the more difficult things because I love college, I love high school football. That's one of my favorite times I think I've ever had. Probably that in the eighth grade year. Those are the two best seasons that I can remember. Um, and senior night at Stutler Bowl was awesome. Playing in the playoffs and. Even if we had to lose to anybody, why not let it be one of our closest friends in Gabe yeah. and, and Valor? So it doesn't make it any easier. But that was a lot of fun, and I think 
um, that that probably had a big role in, in when we came back after college and started the show because we were able to come back and we spent so much more time junior and senior year since we were at the same high school. Yeah, junior senior year was a lot of fun. That junior year team was, I mean, it was it was so much fun to be a part of. It's unfortunate you were you weren't able to um, be eligible to play through that. But yeah, I was I was the backup fullback, so we had one of the best running backs in high school, Colorado high school football. I think history. we had one of the best tandems. Best with him tandems. And DJ. Yeah, Milo and DJ. DJ was the fullback when Milo was a halfback, and when DJ was a halfback, I was the fullback. So I got to play. I was on all the special teams in the state game, and then I got to play on so, in a few series when DJ was the halfback. So that was so much fun playing at Mile High um, and getting to play in front of so many fans. Man, it was it was chilling. I remember being on the kick return to start the game, and um, my mom didn't tell me this until after, but I was one of the people that was shown on the jumbotron right like before the before the first kickoff. Yeah, and I remember thinking about that. I was like, I was on the jumbotron at Mile High playing in a football game, right. And, it just blew my mind, and it was a surreal moment. It was so much fun um, being around that team. But that senior year was so much fun, too, because there are so many great guys on that team. Like I said, so, like you and me, lifelong friends, and there are so many guys on that team that I still talk to to this day yeah. and that I have great relationships with because we're always going to be tied together um, because of that state title and as well the senior year team. So Yeah, and I think – what is up, bench warmers of the Unhinged Sports Network? Jimmy Pilato, one half of the Far End of the Bench podcast, all the way over here in Denver. And you know what? The weather is starting to turn cold. It's starting to snow. You know what that means. Christmas is right around the corner. I know us sports fans, they love our lucky jerseys, lucky shirts, anything like that. Well, why not get something that can add to that special sports fan in your life and, and give them something, the gift that can keep on giving year in and year out, and help out a small upstart podcasting network uh, while you're at it. The Unhinged Sports Network has recently entered a partnership with Fanatics, and that means if you use the link in our bio, that's at F-E-O-T-B pod on Instagram and Twitter, the Fanatics link in our bio will then take you to the site. There's great deals on there every single day. They just had a 70% off Cyber Monday deal. I know they're going to continue to do more promo codes, but go through that link to the Fanatics website, buy whatever you were going to buy. They have everything from soccer all the way through to probably Division II college basketball, if, if that's what you're looking for. They have everything that you need at Fanatics for any sport, anytime, anywhere. Go ahead, support the Unhinged Sports Network by shopping through that link and make somebody's Christmas a little bit merrier. Thanks, guys. It's an underrated thing getting to play in a pro stadium. I've been lucky enough to play in a couple, um, but I think it's always the best when you kind of can stand on the field before anything else happens and you just kind of take in the fact that 75,000 people could have been there. And I, I've got, I was lucky enough to play in AT&T for USA football out, out in Arlington and then looking up at yourself on the Jumbotron. <laughs> that's, that's disorienting. And then you look up and you go, wow. Uh, this goes from the 40 all the way to the other 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's one of those things that I, I, I'm i always grateful. And I was I was glad I got to be on the field. Uh, the coaches let me be in a jersey on the field for the state championships game. So I still feel like there was a part of me that was able to be out there with you guys to win it. Um, well, I mean, every single person on the team was a part of it because, I mean, even though you weren't a physical player on that, you were still one of the best scout team guys we had. I, I definitely... Unfo- I mean, as shitty as that sounds, but you were still an integral part into mm-hmm. the game plan, especially on the defensive end and getting making sure they were ready. 
Um, yeah, and that that actually helped me out when I was in college too, because I did, I never was the full time starter. I got to start a few games, um, but I was mainly the backup for every position. Uh, if you obviously I know football well enough that I could pick up a game plan pretty much overnight. It's it's one of the things that I'm just that's I've all, I've studied it before I could could even think of anything else. So I, I could do that, and I was more of a mentor and a guy that can maybe help. I was basically an extra coach on the sidelines. I would have loved to be the player and, and an all-conference guy, win a conference championship in college, but that senior or the junior year where I had to be the scout team center, and I was getting, I was lining up against David, and David was just beating the crap out of me every single day in practice. Um, that really helped me when I had to go to college and then not get to play as much. That was, it, there's lessons that you can take away from everything, and I think. Yeah. It was a disappointment, but it was also great. And then I got to do, you know, I got to go to China, so I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't have play, any qualms yeah. about anything with high school, but I, I do. I'm glad that we got and we have that picture. Uh, well, I'll have to show that picture on social media when this episode comes out of us at the the Blizzard game, the last game that we won yeah, together. Damn, it was us, crazy. Us freezing our asses off yeah. our last um, high school football win. Um, where literally it was, I think it was 12 inches of snow or something stupid like that. Literally, they had to shovel the the lines on the field every, between every series. Yeah, between and every. And by the series. end of the game, we were up by enough that they just gave up. And, yeah, I I, I remember specifically too because I had to catch that game, and I remember looking back on the film of it because you could barely see it. Yeah, we you, were you all, couldn't even see. We were in all white, and then you you got a pass in in in, in a snowball at the deepest part mm-hmm. with the snow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's something so much else. fun. There's so many f- snow games are so much fun, man. I I hated lacrosse snow games because it was hard to get your feeding or feeding footing. footing. It was hard to get your footing. Uh, but look, football, I didn't. I, obviously, footing was important. But as a fullback, I just got to run downhill. So yeah. I mean, it wasn't that bad. No, that was it. Was probably you know that's one of my favorite things to do. Blizzard games with you and my brother. Even though Charlie kicked the ball at my butt that game. I remember that. that was, I do remember that. That was an interesting experience that I hope <laughs> never happens again. Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, – we basically went through our whole friendship leading up to yeah. up to this point. And then – so let, – let, let, Let's let's go back to the podcast a little yeah. bit because let's talk about the unhinged stuff for, for, for a little yeah, bit because that's, that. that's a huge thing that we – that that happened to us pretty qu- quickly too. Yeah, I think um, way faster than any anybody. So really one of the things that one of the goals we had of this podcast that we um, said it beforehand, I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get enough listeners, get enough followers, where these um, network companies are gonna come to us and be like, okay, we want you on the network, we want you a part of it. Mm-hmm. And we had no idea Unhinged was created. We had no idea anything about that, and we. Um, we got approached after I think it was eight episodes, nine episodes, maybe. Yeah, 10. I think it was like eight. We um, we hadn't scheduled. I think we just did the bonus episode with Rev, but we hadn't scheduled the interview with Bird yet. Yeah, so it was before everything hit, and um, it really, really took us off to the next level. Working with Jim over there, it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, the Jim, and then uh, through the NFL and Hinge show that we've been doing, we got to know DJ and Kelsey with the high low a little bit more. Zach knows. Zach definitely knows a lot about football. Yeah, Zach. If if he and I were go were to go head to head, I'm not sure who would come out on top of that. We both we both love football, and then Jim Jim has good a good rapport with us where we can all give each other crap because he's a Patriots fan. You're a Broncos fan. I'm a Bengals fan. Um, we don't have to talk too much about it, but the the network has been great because we've been able to branch out, and I think. It's always good, no matter how big. Because I think Unhinged was basically thought of the first time that we were thinking about this podcast. 
Uh, we came over to the, I was over here. We were at the kitchen table. We're like, okay. We, we literally came in. We're like, what's the name going to be? Uh, I don't. Well, I I had like ten different names. Yeah, I remember some of them being absolutely stupid. I don't. I don't have. I, I wanted to go what. Wonder Twins because my mom used to call us the Wonder Twins when we played in youth. That was shot down pretty quickly because I, it didn't necessarily I, catch I, on. I, I love you, Jimmy, but yeah. I was never a fan of that nickname. I love you, Jimmy. That one didn't really catch nickname. on. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, funny enough, the one that did catch on was the Italian Stallion. I do have that tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. And if we get big enough, maybe at some point, it was. I think it was the Italian Stallion and like the the bus Stallion and the bus. Yeah, yeah, Stallion and the bus. There that we was go. Something stupid like that because my nickname is the, all my friends at school call me Nebus for some reason. And I just nicknamed. I sometimes nicknamed it and made it funny and just called me the bus. So yeah. sometimes that happens. But I mean, that that was another stupid name that came up with it. I'm trying to think, what were some of the other ones? I really, I didn't even have like I wanted Wonder Twins. I thought uh, I really liked the idea of the bench because at this point we're <laughs> we don't play sports. No, anymore. we were both graduating. <laughs> we don't play sports. Not going to have any competitive sports, so we were either going to be like those old guys in the competitive rec yeah. leagues, or we're going to be the guys at the at the Y waiting for the next pickup game to start. Yep. Be like, I got next, I got next. Mm-hmm. But we're but we're sitting on the bench and it's still got to uh, get warmed up. So I think you you mentioned I think there was something with the mountains because we were talking yeah. about something um, with Colorado. I, I think it was something with like. Um, I think it was in between the mountains, or yeah, I think that, so, or something along between those two lines. mountains, between or something two mountains, like or something like that. That could have been something and that could have sounded a lot more sexual, but <laughs> luckily we didn't go with that. Pause between two <laughs> mountains. Pause. Uh, yeah, I mean, we might have been able to do if we would have thought about it a little bit longer. We could have done something about being. We're both Italian. I know yeah. you're you're pretty German. But I still have my Italian name from my dad's side. Yeah, I'm not uh, full blooded Italian, so we could have probably done something with that. But I think. It worked well enough, and then the the logo was kind of what. Oh, our logo! For, our first logo was horrendous. I was yeah. so when we were first figuring everything out, I was like, I just gotta figure out some logo so that we can at least market it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we and I found this website, like free website, that gave us a logo that was a little dude on a bench, and yeah. I was and I was I just wrote far end of the bench in script underneath it. Yeah, I and that, that and I was like, oh my god, it was this. like blue and like weird purple orange. Orange, yeah, and it was it was blurry. And oh, it was so bad, but luckily when we, when we like made most it, things with the podcast, we, we started off and it was horrendous, but then we continue, we get better. Yeah, well, I I realized once we got to the uh, once Jim came to us and Unhinged Network um, was the thing. I was like, we gotta set our came up. I was like, we gotta do a different logo. So it took me about an hour or hour and a half to figure everything out for this logo. Yeah, um, the logo was. Not, I mean, obviously the the podcast isn't usually on the logo, but um, everything about the mountains and I figured the guys on the bench too. Like, I feel like that'd be perfect for us. I didn't want to center it because it's a far end of the bench, little, little tidbit yeah, there. But there it, it was little things that I try to adjust with the logo. But I'm so happy with how everything looks now because, like, like I said, we can do so many things with this logo. Like, yeah. we change our logo monthly based upon what's going on or whatever it may be and it's yeah. so easy to do that christmas christmas right now we're christmas right now and then figure and, something and then, out for january yeah we might do something for new year's and all the way through january so we might do something with that but um it's little things that that make it so much easier so much fun things that we can do with our logo with the podcast that we we obviously record and we do all the things with it but social media is such a big thing that we use yeah to help our platforms out so no. that makes it so much more fun too. Our Twitter has been, I mean, we're we're not as big on Instagram, just because I don't think we're we know how to yeah. go get bigger on Twitter more than we do on Instagram because yeah. neither of us are are 
going to be models on Instagram. Yeah, we're, we're not like we're not uh, that good looking enough to post things on Instagram, but we're we funny. Know, we yeah. Know, yeah, we're funny enough to know how to get a good audience on Twitter. Yeah, and I think that's been something. We're finally over a hundred followers as we're uh, recording this episode, and we have like we're building slowly a following, and I think the network has helped out a lot with that because we do get pretty good numbers on the on the network, and more people are able to maybe hear us. Uh, it's funny. We I was looking at some of the analytics over the past couple of weeks. We have a pretty big following in Dallas, which is only and hilarious because if know. you if you listen to any of our shows during the playoffs this year, the NHL playoffs, I basically called out the entire city of Dallas for the Stars. Um, so it, yeah, I mean, maybe you love to hate me. Maybe you think I'm just a moron, and maybe I'm funny yeah, to listen. Yeah, to I, I told Jimmy I do have an uncle who lives in Dallas, but I mean, I did give him a hoodie. But either way, like. Maybe people start listening down there, or they just absolutely hate, li- love listening to us hate on them, I guess. Yeah, or I something like that. Where you do have a lot of people in Colorado, obviously all of our friends. Uh, we had an original bench warmer guy who listened to my podcast when it was Center of Attention, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that bonus episode with the Masters was fun. Mm-hmm. That was great, because there's levels to this game. We might know our shit when we talk football and basketball. We talk about MMA pretty well yeah. and hockey, but golf, we... We, we are so far off yeah. on golf. And you actually like pay attention a little bit more, especially more than I do. Yeah. But Jeremy was... Jeremy, Jeremy blew us out of the water. Some of the things Jeremy was saying on there, I was, I was just like... I made me a little bit nervous for how that. this bull pick'em is going to go. Because I got, I got a reputation to uphold during... Because I started this when I had my uh, radio show in Gunnison, the bull pick'em that we're going to do... You guys will have heard it already, um, but that, that's going to be, you know, I'm a little bit nervous because Jeremy knows. Yeah. Jeremy knows, knows, a, knows a, lot. a lot. Jeremy is a diehard college football fan. He loves it more than anything, um, obviously, with everything on the Ohio State's happening. So that who knows what all that's going to be happening because yeah. as we're recording this, who knows. But um, it's it's he knows a lot about college football. Obviously, he has his teams, Indiana and Ohio State, but mm-hmm. he knows a lot about every single every single game. He does a pick him himself every year about every single bowl game. And even the crappier ones. And I'm like, I don't even pay attention to the crappy ones. No. I mean, I did. We started doing that a little bit more with the radio. I'll say my one thing that I do that's a little bit obsessive like that. I do fill out every single weight class for the NCAA wrestling tournament. The top side of the bracket and all of the wrestlebacks all the way through. So that's I, fair. I pick a first through eighth in every single weight class. And there's ten of them in the NCAA uh, wrestling tournament. So there's... We gotta like that, that's fair. I, the one thing I'll say with that too is I I do fill out at least twelve um, March Madness. How many brackets. do you put money on? Uh, two of them. I two always them. I always make sure I get two main ones, but the rest are like upset brackets. Okay, I like this team, so let's see what they're. Have you ever done a title. coin flip bracket? No, no, I I, I sometimes do it like, oh man, I don't I don't know. Sometimes I I look at it like um, this school is better. Yeah, I like I like the school like colors better, or I like this, or the mascots cooler, or yeah. if it's a toss up game, I'll do that. But I always fill that out, and I fill out the NIT tournament too, because usually oh, okay. usually GCU is, is right around there too. So NCU and CSU yeah. recently, and so. not in tournament, but that's a, that's a, that's beside the point. We'll yeah. have plenty of of that discussion yeah. coming up in March. Uh, let's it, it it worked out well when we started the show because I did try and do a sports when I was doing Center of Attention, and that was actually when all the sports went away. Mm-hmm. I think I started Center of Attention Sports the week before March Madness and the wrestling tournament um, and, and all that had started. So now we're, we came back and we started with bubble basketball, bubble hockey, NFL was getting ready to come back, uh, and soccer was back. It, it was just kind of the perfect storm because we, we were able to put together all of our segments for the show. We basically have had mm-hmm. the same format for all of that. 
Uh, but the first first few times that you heard us, we were pretty robotic. <laughs> yeah, it, we, we were. We, we were. sounded like crap, anyways, on the bad microphone and the bad recorders. And then we also were just like, we're not. We were not ourselves. So so let's take us back to the first episode. The first episode, we so. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice we're on my couch and we add yep. little things in the background like Santa or whatever. We'll add little things here and there or the Zoom or the recorder. That's you want to sh- sponsor? Sponsor. There, that is. Um, but the Christmas tree too. Little things like that. But we were sitting at my dining table and we had one mic. Yeah. One mic and we would have to like almost move the mic around and Jimmy would have to adjust where the mic picked up sound. Um, to figure everything out, and it was just it was a shit show. And we then, also used to film the center of attentions on our cell phones. Yeah, it was the center of attention on our cell phone was bad. And then I realized my my dad had a GoPro um, at home, so I was like, okay, might as well just try this out and see how that works out. So then we moved it to the couch and and makes it more a little eye appealing. I think, in my opinion, I think so. Um, the the episode with Chris is where everything I think started turning around. Yeah, uh, because with the episode with Chris, that was the first time first, we had these. Yeah, first time we had these mics. And the first time we realized, look, like, like, okay, this is this this is gonna help us a lot. Mm-hmm. So we gotta step our game up to the next level um, and make sure we start doing things better as we go on. And yeah. I think the more, like, because we're eighteen or this, I mean, as we're recording this, we're eighteen full episodes in, but with we're twenty with the bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're we've been pushing a lot of episodes out, and I think we've only gotten better. Yeah, well, I, one a week is is a lot, um, and then the couple times where we've done bonus. Like, it does take a good amount of time, and the, when you're recording long stuff like this, it takes a lot for the technology and stuff, because I'll, I'll tell you, sometimes I get into a fight with YouTube when I'm trying to upload our stuff and, and everything like that, but it, each episode has gotten better. We were just a little bit more comfortable. I know the first few episodes, you were getting used to talking into the mic and Yeah, it, it and took me yourself. a while to figure it all yeah. out, because I was, I was like, maybe I shouldn't say this, maybe I should just relax, or now, now I'm more... Now I'm more loose, and now I can yell, I can scream, I, I get, I get pissed off, I get happy, yeah. I, like it's everything in between. And I'm not care, I'm not worried about showing my true character like I usually do. So it's not a problem now. No, and it's just been like we we're getting better slowly. We have some pretty big things that are a possibility that would be huge for the show, and uh, and we got we're we're kind of spearheading almost all of the network collaborative shows. We we kind of came up. Uh, we, it was a collaborative effort, but we were kind of the, the ringleaders to get everything organized for the NFL show. And NFL Unhinged has been doing great. Everybody on the network likes that. I can't wait for the NBA show. Yeah, I'm, we're, uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later about names because by the time you guys hear this, we'll have an actual name. We'll actually have a show out too. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't, check, go, go back and check that out. But either way, we're still trying to figure all that out as we're recording this. But yeah, it's been so much fun, man. The network, has, there's a lot of great guys on there. Um, like I said, we're the only Denver-based podcast. Everyone I've ever, everyone I talked to, um, when they, when I asked them about the Unhinged Network, they're like, "Oh, like where in Colorado is everyone else?" And I'm like, "Oh, we're the only Colorado people." Yeah, and, they're, and and they're like, "What?" It was like, "Yeah, there's people from Florida, there's people in Sacramento, and there's people in, in that are from New York. Yeah. Like, there's there's literally all across the country, and that's what makes it so good as a network." We were the farthest west based podcast for a while yeah, until we the reserves, and then they're up in Sacramento. Um, it, it's it's good. Because we do, we have our, our local teams that we like to talk about, but we do pay attention to everything, and we talk pretty much about everything. And the more that we do this, the more we, because we do, like the discussions at the beginning, I think, I don't know if you were a little bit nervous before the first one we did for the Halloween, I was kind of not sure how it was going to go, and it ended up being being a great piece of content. And then 
I was noticing more people that weren't just sports fans were tuning into the podcast and maybe listening a little bit further through because I have I have a friend from college who's not a sports fan at all, doesn't really watch or pay attention, but he listens to us mm-hmm. and he learns a little bit more than he did, uh, and he's starting to gain a little bit uh, more interest in the sport. So shout out Tim because uh, I'm sure you're listening. He's a he's a loyal listener, but like it, it's cool. Um, I guess I wanted to ask you. Have you noticed, like, do people talk to you about the podcast when you're, like, talking to family and friends now? Well, yeah, so, like, when, I mean, obviously the hoodies that we made gave to family and friends, I gave out to a lot of friends, and the more I've seen it now is um, people are asking me more about how, how things are going, like, what are the next steps, and I tell them all this great stuff, and they're, they can't be more excited. I mean, this hoodie, it's, it's super comfortable, yeah. and I, I, I have so many friends tell me, like, yeah, it's my favorite hoodie to wear, it and is. I mean, that's as much as good as much as it's good to hear that for on our end that's that's their advertisement for us mm-hmm. i mean if they if we have people wearing our stuff and they see that little logo they'll click on our name yeah. they'll listen to something and see how it goes and that's just exactly what we wanted right. and if you look at the growth we've had over the last month and a half two months it's been massive with the youtube stuff yep. um with everything with the network um we have increased by over um 100 like our listeners average listeners per week yeah and it it just it's we got to continue, like, we're, we know that we got a lot of work to do. We're by no means done with anything, and we're not satisfied with wherever we're at. We want, uh, now I guess the goal with, while we're working with Unhinged is to try and get them as big as possible. Mm-hmm. The, the main goal with that would be something along the lines of Barstool, but we'll, we'll continue to elevate us as a podcast, us as a network, um, and then maybe at some point, you know, hook up with a DNVR or, or some, some place that's bigger. Because the, the main thing right now is that no matter how big we are now, we just want to keep growing. Exactly. We, we don't want to get stuck. Especially through the network, too. The network has been fantastic. Um, there's a lot of good there's shows. There's a lot of good shows on there. We all have the same common goal. We all want to make sure we are as exce- successful as possible. Um, it's just it takes time. And luckily, the growth we've had over only three months now, or I guess it'll be four when you guys listen to this, but mm-hmm. over – Four months now has been incredible, and it's only going to continue to grow for past that. Yeah, well, we're we said we'd probably go about an hour. We do have we since it's an episode in December, we got to have a discussion about something timely, and this is coming out right before New Year. So, what better way to end this the New Year with the Far End of the Bench podcast than giving you our New Year's resolutions? Let's go. We'll do each of our personal ones, and then we'll each have two resolutions for the podcast for okay. the next year I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you start because okay. I, I, I was teetering on a few of them so I'm okay. interested to see what you said so my, my first New Year's resolution for me was is just to continue I've been working out since I got home from school working out five days a week uh, or not five days like at least four times a week um, and staying in shape it kind of keeps me sane especially working from home I think that's something that a lot of people can take advantage of. Just getting out and moving a little bit will brighten up your mood no matter how bored you are sitting in the same spot, working in the same place. So continue to work out at least four times a week um, and continue to to progress in in that area. That's my first resolution. Yeah, my my first resolution, it kind of ties into the podcast, but it's it's more personal. But I would love to have um, a stable job and I would love to be able to um, – help myself out in the end whether it be this or it be something else by the end of 2021 hopefully um either we make enough money on this where i can do this fully or i can um i have something that i enjoy and that i strive on because the last thing i want to do is um 
be doing something that I don't love to do. And this is something I love to do. And if this became a job, I would love it to be that. But um, right now I want to, I'm still searching and searching and searching. I've been saying that for about four months, but yeah. um, hopefully, hopefully something happens by the end of 21. So I think it will. I mean, it, it's only a matter of time. And, and at some point, like, I know that if you do end up finding a job, this is not, we're still going to be doing the podcast because this is the ultimate goal. The, the main thing for both of us, I think, is to somehow monetize mm-hmm. monetize this and possibly make it a job. That's, that's like, who wouldn't want to just sit around and talk about sports and make content? That's that's something that's great. So my, my next one, I'll These say, are the two podcast uh, goals now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let, let's go ahead and, and do, we'll, we'll each give a podcast goal. I want to have at least two more uh, big interviews that we can have like a giveaway on the same level of Birdman. I know that we have the possibility for some, but I think if we get at least two in the next year, who knows Who knows what happens after we do the first one. But if we can get at least two, that would be a good marker of growth. Yeah, no, I agree completely. That Chris episode helped us, helped us out a lot. I believe it has over 600, 700 listens ever since um, it yeah, came out. Yeah, between us and the, and the network, network It's constantly one of the people's favorite episodes, and it's so much fun. I mean, for listening to this and you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it because yeah. it was so much fun um, to do that. But I don't hate that at all. Like I said, we have a few things lined up, hopefully. Um, I would like more, I'll be honest with you, because I'm, I'm, I'm goal-minded. And if, if It's not going to be one of my goals for the podcast, but I would love more. Because yeah. um, in a twelve-month calendar year, only having two would be, I think, a letdown in my opinion. I want a little bit more, if we're being honest, because that's just how greedy I am. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll but, take. I'll happily take. One. I'll happily take. One. But either way, that's not a bad one for me. Um, it's pretty easy. I think by the end of twenty-one, I want to make sure um, that this podcast is um, on a on a platform like a radio station so um whether it be on iHeartRadio or be on one of the bigger platforms because i want the network to be able to um, get picked up by iheart or pod stadium or whatever it may be and i want that um to further us down the road because once you're big picked up by a, a place like um fox w- was with brennan schaub mm-hmm. and the fighter and the kid or if you're a place like iheart um that has so many great podcasts and so many great networks on there if the network and and us as a pod are able to do that i think that's going to take us to the next level yeah. because right now we can only market ourselves to so many people and that that growth has been fantastic mm-hmm. but now at, we got to go farther than that and the best way to grow to people who don't necessarily listen to podcasts or necessarily listen to people from Denver is by having a bigger platform. And um, hopefully we keep growing by the end of the year, but I'd love to, I'd love to be a part of a bigger thing as well. Yeah, Podcast One, iHeartRadio, something like that. Westwood One I know has podcasts. Um, so something like that would be huge. And I think, you know, this is obviously going to be a slow process, especially mm-hmm. since we're coming into this without any other any former following. Uh, but I think you know a year's worth of really good content and continuing to get people on and continuing to get people to tell tell their friends like the listeners telling their friends to check out a podcast or recommending it on social media or something like that. I I think people undersell the importance, uh, but that's huge. Like yeah, a like, a subscribe, a, a rate, a review, a share on social media goes so much farther than you could ever imagine. Uh, so everyone that's been able to do that so far, man, we we, we promise we you don't go on and see. We appreciate all the all the love and all the help we've been getting because uh, we can only do so much. But we have friends and family, and we have strangers helping us out. That yeah. makes life so much easier. It's it's something crazy. I think this can be something that, as a whole, people can just be behind, and, and this could be an escape. 
every single week and who knows if we continue to get bigger maybe it's more than once a week but exactly everybody yeah. who's listened or shared or, or subscribed so far in 2020 with the far end of the bench we thank you uh if you're not yet following us or subscribed go ahead subscribe to the youtube on apple Podcasts, all your podcasting platforms follow us on spotify follow us on social media at feotb pod and then use the link tree go get yourself some fanatic stuff any sport that you want to represent anything that you can think of that has your sports lo- team's logo on it you can get it there uh and c- continue to rock with us man it's, it's going to be a fun 2021 we're looking forward to it 2021 is going to be better than 2020 there you Guarantee go it. there you go it can't get can't get much worse but it's going to get a whole hell of a lot better so with that this has been far end of the bench this will be episode 20 what do we want i don't know I, I what, what do we want to call this bench well, bench scravaganza yeah well, well maybe we'll do bonus episode bench scravaganza bench scravaganza yeah i don't, I don't, I, know. I don't know we'll figure something we'll out, figure though. something out thank you for listening to this episode we'll see you guys in 2021 peace when the night is cold and lonely this is a dollar belpy was it the money that made me a savage? Popping them prices and I made it a habit. Towing them pistols and serving them addicts. That was exciting to me. I'm so excited to be. Started with nothing, we had to inspire to be. Elephants are getting ahead of me. I'm getting to it. Feel like the man. I got the plan. I got the shooters, they out with the van. Play with the squad, get piled like a slam. Pile like a perk. I'm going ham. I'm going crazy. I'm that who's sticking up for nigga. Like that who's like I look a slam. I'm in the kitchen, compressing the bird. Take out a nine and I sell it for